Welcome back to another episode of Quality Home Entertainment. This one is the most apt titled because we are in our respective homes. Uh, who are we? Well, that's me, the OG in quarantine, Logan Nielsen. And joining me, as always, is my co-host and healthy, bouncing baby boy, Dustin Pixley. Hi, Dustin. Uh, hey, Logan. How are you, my man? I'm, as you said, I'm healthy. Fortunately for you're me, you're doing good. Yeah. Um, you, you listen. You sound like you're doing great. You look like you're doing good. <laughs> I got an old fashioned in my hand, so you know I'm doing good. And I got a I got a thermos of tea in my hand. Woo. That's what I have. It's, it's a cinnamon tea with uh, some honey in it. Um, do it doing well. You yeah, stop, I had COVID. Man. I ended I ended you, the year with COVID. You did. You waited until that end of the year, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm going for it." Yeah. Yeah, I w- the end of 2022 too. I I avoided it for two whole years, and then decided, you know what? Let's get real sick <laughs> right at the end of the year. Cancel Christmas plans. Cancel New Year's shows. I had had to had to cancel several things. And I want to say this is bold too because I I didn't get it from you know traveling. I've been on a lot of planes this year, right? Uh, I didn't. You've been get it. all over this country, my friend. Been all over this country. Didn't get it from from the you know German festive planes. Uh, I didn't get COVID from uh, you know all New York sh- City. New York City. Uh, all the shows I do in cramped windowless rooms. Um, nor did I get it from the scores of disgusting children and teenagers I'm surrounded by in my other job. Uh, no, instead I got it from my nurse girlfriend who still wears a mask everywhere. She fucking gave me COVID. <laughs> it was infuriating. That was the infuriating part about it. I'm like, you did it? You? Fredo? Yeah. It's uh, ironic for sure. Out of all the places really you could have got it. I know, and you were so I, you were so confident going in too. You're like, bro, I'm testing negative. I think I'm good. Well, that was the thing when she first got it. I we kind of didn't do anything to prevent it because it was just like it was already Christmas break. I didn't have anything for a little bit. I'm like, well, if I'm gonna get it, now would be the time. And then I kept just not getting it. And then it, like half like after a few days, we're like, well, fuck, we should probably like quarantine or something now because I'm somehow not getting COVID. Uh, and then I got it real bad. I was down here editing. I was editing our show. And uh, I felt myself just slowly sinking in my chair. <laughs> and then, yeah, I had the Which I'm sure you were confused because you're like, am I sick or is this just the show really, really breaking me down? Yeah. Is it just a, is it just our rambling? Our drunken bullshit is, is, is just putting me to sleep, just lulling <laughs> me. No. Uh, yeah, it's I, I, I guess I've operated under the assumption that I've just already had it, but had no symptoms just for everything I've done the last couple of years. I'm like, I've had to have gotten it. Like there's no way. Like how do how do I not have it? <laughs> it is you yeah. Know? It is very bizarre. The circumstances but, of this whole thing. Yeah, but now I know for sure, and I can I can check that off. But uh, so that's why we're doing uh, we're doing a little. I'm I'm okay now. I'm on the mend, but you know I'm still uh, just on the other side of it. So we're doing a little quarantine episode, a little virtual ep. We're zooming to each other in our in our respective quality homes. <laughs> quality basements quality basement entertainment yeah um but yeah you're you're sipping on a on an old fashioned there i haven't really uh, had anything to drink since having covid and a little bit i'm just like ah do i do i shift this into a, a healthier life <laughs> <laughs> going the just doing do? a full swing man do i use this as an excuse to to just to clean up my act a little bit but I know Jess had like when she finally felt better, she had one glass of wine and was hammered. Oh, jeez! 
yeah, it's probably for the better that you're not drinking right now because, yeah, you would just, we wouldn't even make it Look, halfway through. No, because you said old-fashioned, and we got some old-fashioned stuff upstairs, but I know I get fairly drunk on those when I'm, like, in drinking shape. Right. <laughs> and I know if I dove in the deep end with that. Yeah, and to, to rely on me to carry us through the whole thing, you know, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> But no, so I'm just I'm having some tea and I got some water off the side. That's that's I'm 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 literally being a teetotaler right now. Nothing. Just waiting for oh, you. I thought you had something. Uh, you really leaned into that mic like you were about to say something, so I was waiting for it. But I, then like I was to, like, oh, is I like to throw you off like that. You know that. <laughs> well, then for a second I was like, oh no, is the lag that bad that like I'm still talking on his end? But no, you were just you were just not saying something. <laughs> I may pretend to freeze throughout this episode, just so you know. Fuck you. <laughs> how are you, man? How is uh, how is your holiday and stuff? We haven't we haven't talked in a couple weeks, really. Uh, not too bad. I had a couple out of town Christmases, which were great, but the uh, drives for both of them kind of sucked dick. So we had a lot of nasty weather here at the end of the year. There, I know. And then it decided like the week after it's going to get really nice out. And... But right now we got like an ice storm happening. We <laughs> yeah. have a bunch of weird. Can't make up its mind. Weird. Well, we had the we, yeah. We had thunder snow today. Did you hear that? We had literal thunder snow today. I, I didn't hear it, but I know Jess had gotten up a little earlier this morning with the dogs, and she said she sat in the living room, and then suddenly hail and thunder hit at once, and the dogs were like, nope, and so they went back to the back bedroom. I mean, that's a movie we need to write, Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. Mm. Yeah. But I wanted it to be a romantic comedy to really throw everyone off their game. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Okay. So John Thunder and Beatrice Snow fall in <laughs> love. <laughs> Yeah, but not right away, man. They hate each other. Oh, yeah, well, of course. Well, because he's, you know, he's trying to uh, to buy up all the properties, you know, in the area for his his condo complex, right? But she owns a a, a tea shop there, and you know, but it, it's not doing well. But she has faith in it because it was her mom's business. <laughs> I just wrote a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Very good. Thunder and snow. See how, quickly, see how quickly I wrote a Hallmark movie? That's probably very similar to what the writer's room looked like at Hallmark. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just they they just have just just adjectives and then like the word love and they just throw a few at the wall and they're like, there it is. We did it. Oh, yeah. They draw out of hats and they're like, all right, yeah. all right. Put this together. Now go. Yeah, we we actually watched uh, around Christmas. Uh, we watched the, the, the new... Uh, Lindsay Lohan oh, Netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. holiday movie uh, falling. How, how was it? Uh, it was pretty dull. Uh, you know, I was hoping hoping it'd be a little more fun, but it's uh, it's basically like it's it's overboard, but no shenanigans. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you know? have the shenanigans. You gotta have the shenanigans. Plus, you got no Russell, so you got no Russell. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was just funny that it was basically the plot to overboard, but no one was trying to take advantage of her. She just couldn't remember who she was, and they're like, "All right, we'll hang out here then," and then, <laughs> and that was it. And then it seemed like no one was really looking for her. Oh, even better! It was also one of the. It was also one of those movies that, at a point, I was like, "How long has it been?" Yeah, because there's another character who's like lost in the wilderness trying to get to her, but he's there for a long time. But with her, it seems like they show weeks go by with her. And then I'm like, has this guy just been lost in the woods for like three weeks? What's happening? <laughs> I think they eventually clear it up when it's been a few days, but they they don't make that clear earlier in the movie. But anyway, that's falling for Christmas? 
Something like that. Sure. Falling for Christmas. Falling into Christmas. Something. There's because uh, she falls and hits her head, so it's falling, and there's Christmas. I so mean, I it's falling for just Christmas. Look up Lohan. She hasn't done much of anything, so. I think the last movie she did was a different Netflix Christmas movie. Really? I think so. Well, because they're just kind of in the they're doing their own Hallmark kind of shit now. Damn. That they release every year. So I, th- I think she had already had one. Like, at least that's what I think what Jess told me, but I don't know. <laughs> very, I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but that's not that's not the movie we're here to cover. Maybe that's next Christmas. No, but, but we did watch a Netflix movie, didn't we? Well, is, well is it, it a, premiered on Netflix, I should say. Did it premiere on Netflix? Yeah. I thought, because it had a theatrical run. Well, I know, but uh, okay. It's, Does it have it's, the Netflix? It's, it's, thing quality, on it? it's quality home release, was Netflix. It's first release. Okay. I was going to say, it's just on Netflix, but it's not a Netflix produced thing at all, right? I don't think so. I I don't think so either. (laughs) You're throwing me off now. I I thought it was just, it just made it to to Netflix. Yeah, we watched uh, watched Bullet Train. Um, Are we just ready to get into that? Ready to just dive into the old... Oh, I have nothing else. I have nothing else either. Should we just roll it? I think we should roll it. All right. Here we go. Let me crank up the feature presentation. <laughs> yeah, get that cranked. And now, your feature presentation. Hi. There's a gun on me. It's the quiet car. Can't use your small inside voice in here, son. There's a gun. Chugga, 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 it's the bullet train. Uh, 2022 <laughs> uh, action comedy film starring Brad Pitt and Joey King and Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry and a bunch of other people show up. That are, Some of them are spoily cameos, so I don't want to say right now. Uh, directed by David Leach or Leitch, I forget uh, exactly how to pronounce his name, uh, but he was the director of Deadpool 2. Um, he's one of the guys who helped like create the John Wick stuff. Um, cause I think he was originally like a fight choreographer guy. Yeah. I was going so through he, his IMDb. It looks pretty, pretty solid. Yeah. He directed fast and furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, which is an action film. I, I enjoyed, um, I think that, oh, and atomic blonde. So those are, those are his directorial movies, atomic blonde, Deadpool two Hobbs and Shaw bullet train. Those are the movies he's, he's directed. So very, yes. Action packed is definitely his, uh, his forte. Yeah, because if you look, he's got a lot of like uh, stunt and uh, second unit director credits. God, he's got yeah, he's got a lot of stunt stuff. He's been doing that for for since the nineties. Yeah, you see that a lot though, where they where they'll make the jump. Now, one of the first ones that came up, he did stunt work on Orgasmo. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Orgasmo, Almost Heroes, Basketball, <laughs> and then Blade. Okay. Fight Club he did stunts in. Yeah. Well, because I, I knew he was one of the guys behind John Wick, because that was basically created by fight choreographer and like stunt guys. Yes, the whole thing straight was, up yeah. Decide to make these movies. Uh, and I think the other guy who's directing them, it was like him and this guy came up with them, right? And then, and this guy too, it says he's one of the producers on Nobody, because they did that one too. Yes, with uh, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, yeah. Yes, but yeah, Bullet Train is a is movie by a bunch of people on a train. 
They are on a train for the whole movie. They step off occasionally. There's a couple moments where they're not on train, but but movie mostly on train. Yes. Uh, it says produced by Antoine Fuqua, uh, who initially conceived the film. Um, is based on a 2010 novel. That's interesting. I'm curious what that would look like. Yeah, how it would read. Yeah. Well, and you and and you wonder too if it's like, is it the same tonally or? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how that how you would uh, put this into a a novel form. Well, and it's okay. So it is based on the 2010 novel Maria Beetle, titled Bullet Train in its UK and US edition, written by uh, Kotaro Isaka. And translated by Sam Melissa, the second novel in Isaka's Hitman trilogy, of which the first novel was previously adapted as the 2015 Japanese film Grasshopper. So a lot going on in this book franchise. <laughs> yeah, dude. Whoa. Because <laughs> I, I, I had to read that twice to, for it to make sense in my brain. <laughs> That's a lot. That's almost a little bit so, too much. Too much going based on Based on a book. There's a book. There's a book. Okay. I like that. Let's There's stick with book. that. Okay. There's a book. Don't worry. They made a movie. So don't worry about the book. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing reading books? Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, Same quality home book club. Is that our next show? Yeah. We'll do one episode every three years. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start with the tale of two cities? Please. Oh, let's. Yeah. Okay. Should we do like real classics? Yes. Like, the classics we never read, and then every now and then just work in like a like a Fabio like romance novel. I was gonna say know? just just some pure smut once in a while. Just some some actual smut. Yeah, I guess uh, this one we know for sure we're not gonna do like a beat by beat all the way through the movie just because because a lot happens in this movie. It's a twisty, turny kind of action thriller. Um, we'll get into some more specifics, but I think first let's just start with our our, our non spoily just kind of base review stuff of of it uh, of of it um what'd you think of bullet train dustin so of it it i of it it i did enjoy the movie a lot yeah my biggest critique is i think they could have just squeezed it down a bit this thing was long it's a bit long yeah because it's it's over two hours yeah that that would be my my complaint too was that a, a like i i mean Cause like I think I hour, took several. Because at like an hour breaks. in, you're kind of like, "What else can happen?" You know what I mean? A lot, and then and then once you get towards like the last bit of it, just so much other shit happens. There's there's a lot going they, on they, here. They, yeah, they spend too much time in certain areas to then where most like most movies do, they have to sprint at the end. Well, and so much of the movie too is like doubling back for reveals and stuff too, and at a point. It, you get a little worn out yes. by the movie. Because like, there are a lot of flashbacks, just, and we revisit said flashbacks several times. Several times, and then, you know, the movie is, without, like, giving it away, but, like, the movie's very built upon, like, everything it sets up eventually is the answer, but, like, it it just doesn't give you much until late in the game. So once it, like, reveals, like, the big, like, final aha what it all means, I really didn't care. No. And I felt like this, too, was kind of a... A little bit of a, a a smaller version of Smoke and Aces, a movie we've talked well, about. Well, that's recently. what I said. Remember when I I, I told you? Oh that yeah, when yeah, I messaged yeah. You, you did. You did. I straight up texted you and I said it's just it's a silly Smoke and Aces. So I will agree with your statement on that for sure. Since you told it back to me, I know. Yeah, sorry, I, for, I forget. <laughs> no, no, that. no hey, man, I drink a lot. No, so 
No, I'm I'm joking. No, because that's that's my thing. Like, if you've seen Smoke and Aces, you kind of know what this movie's trying well, yeah, to that's, do. Yeah, that's the vibe you get from it. You know what I mean? And it's of both like not only is it like this kind of twisty, turny, like hitman thing, but also all the different hitmen kind of have a different genre to them. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, there's different flavors of hitman. Yeah, different flavors of hitman. Um, and everything, it's like, oh, all this shit you think is just kind of craziness, but it all builds to where everything, you know, it all makes sense, all the pieces come into place. Uh, this one, though, I, I, is, is like to compare it to that movie, is less, uh, it's less focused, you know, whereas like Smoke and Aces has like, all of these things are coming together in a very motivated way, you know what I mean? Even yes. before like it gets to what the twist is. Of, of you know, the, I mean, several twists of that movie is, which is ironic because this movie takes place on a train that moves straight forward. <laughs> Boy, but it it, do, it doesn't stay on the but tracks, this movie, baby. Yes, this movie does not. <laughs> it's off roading all the dang time. Yes, uh, it, it's kind of weird too because there are several assassins, but we really only focus on like three or four main storylines, and they kind of like sprinkle in these other ones slightly well and these other ones that come in like i i don't I guess i don't know if this is a spoiler but like a lot of them it's like it'll introduce one and then like boom we'll get like backstory to this like intricate backstory to this person and then they'll immediately be killed right and then and it does that a few times so at the point you're just like I'm like i get it you're a clever movie but you are just kind of wasting my time now. absolutely because you get taken out of the movie then like we're, we're now yeah. not watching the movie anymore we're we're busy on this flashback that really doesn't yeah. fucking matter and it happens like three different times where it's like brand new character. Let's spend a here's a bit like with their backstory, who they are, something they've done, blah 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 blah. Now they're dead. Yeah. Okay. And I almost would have liked to have seen all those things at the very end of the movie and just shorter, just to tie up all the backstories of who they were. Yeah. Yeah. Or or like kind of do get you know. Or front load the movie a little more with backstories, like Smoke and Aces does, yeah. where Smoke and Aces kind of lets you know who all the characters in play are, and then some we don't see for a while till they pop up, and we're like, oh, yeah, they tore, told us about this guy, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. It's, some of it, too, I didn't enjoy some of the ways they were like, oh, you don't remember him? Well, let me tell you his backstory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But um, but with all that said, like it is fun. But it's still fun. It's a, you know, it's a fun movie. It's silly. It it knows it's silly. All the actors in it knows it's silly. Like they're all having fun. Like they know it's kind of a heightened genre piece. You know. Yes. No. No. They they play their roles perfect, especially Brad Pitt. Oh yeah, I think I think he's great. I think everyone plays it really well. I th I think uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry are really fun yes, together as a duo. Yeah, their chemistry is really good as far as their their comedic, and then also just yeah. how they kind of like do care for each other. You know what I mean? They 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 do like yeah, because yeah, they're you know they they keep being called the twins, but they're clearly not. You know, uh, one's white and one's black. You know, but I but I also love like they're very much playing like because they're very much like kind of Guy Ritchie Cockney. Yes, gangster hitman. That's their kind of that's thing. their flavor in this movie. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's funny too because even though we have all these different like flavors and kind of genre of hitman and stuff too, but they all kind of live within like a manga, you know, or like a like an anime. Like everyone, everyone's very comfortable with like a samurai sword. <laughs> like, oh yeah, if they get one, <laughs> uh, seeing that, no big deal. They just it's, it, it's okay. How about it's like it's like smoke and aces if it was all Kill Bill. Yeah. That's, is that's maybe, actually pretty good. Is maybe kind of what we're going for, that kind of... No, because they do get kind of monologue-y, too, little Tarantino-wise. Yeah. 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 It's it's kind of it's kind of that 
vibe. No, uh, it's, it's but there's a lot of it's riding that kind it. of line for sure. It's riding that rail, baby. It's riding that rail. It's riding that rail. Uh, but it's um, it's fun. Yeah, it's a little long. It's a little long. Yeah, I, I think the fun I think would be height would be you know upped if it was a little shorter because there's like. There's at least two movies worth of plot in yes. this movie. <laughs> well, and, it, and like, yeah, some of the pacing sort of takes you out of the movie a little bit where you're kind of like, it's going, yeah. going, going, and then it just stops. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, we have like, there's kind of a plot that's like the framing device plot, but most of the movie doesn't deal with that plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's funny is like, what ends up being the main plot of the movie, Brad Pitt has nothing to do with. Which is one of the jokes of the movie too, but also at a point I am like, but then why am like why why are we following, what are we doing? why are we following Brad so closely? Yeah, it's a little strange. Do we want to get a little more into spoilies now? Maybe. Yeah, I think we can. Uh, okay, we can get more into spoilers. Sound the Gremlins alarm. That's just the new spoiler <laughs> alarm. I think I'm going to use. Sound alarm. Next stop, spoilers. Oh, I like that. All aboard for Spoily Town. On Tickets, the, please. On that note. Whoa. What you? What do you got there? Oh, uh, I'm drinking a Pompeii. Ooh. A Toffling Goliath Pompeii. That's a good one. Pompeii's a good one. It might be my favorite IPA that they do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you have it, folks. Inside Scoop. Hot, hot take. <laughs> Talk to me. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Brad Pitt plays Ladybug. Everyone's got like a code name in the movie. We got the twins, Ladybug. Well, and the twins are, what are they? They are uh, oh, Tangerine, Tangerine and Lemon. Lemon. Yep. They're the twins. Joey King plays the prince. And then we have uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. He's the elder. Um, We have another guy. He's just called the father because the movie opens with him. That he's got a son in the hospital. We don't really know why, but he's out for revenge on someone. And then we meet Brad Pitt, and he's some sort of either agent or operative or yeah, he's a uh, I don't know. He he's definitely a uh, I, w- I want to say gun for hire, but he doesn't like guns. Yeah, it's it's unclear if he's like a like yeah like a mercenary or is, does he work for some sort of agency? It's like a little yeah. And his whole shtick is on... he's been seeing a therapist, so he's trying to kind of change his ways a little bit. Is what we're yeah. Because he's been believe. a part of some been a part of some bad jobs. He said like people have gotten killed on his last jobs. Um, well, they go on and on about his bad luck. He has terrible luck, so things always happen around him. Yes, yeah, terrible luck. Um, and then uh, we got, he's getting on this train to steal a suitcase. Yes, smash and grab. They say that. It's a smash and grab. Yeah. That's all it is. And he's stealing a suitcase from the twins, Tangerine and Lemon, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry. Um, and they are escorting the son of a, like a Russian gangster. Yes, the the White Death. But we don't know at the time, though. We that don't. White Death. Remember, we just that's true. But then we find that out later. We there's there's this shadowy character called the White Death. We don't quite know that he's associated with everybody, or you know, he ends up becoming the big bad. But it's like a little late in the game to give a shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they definitely the casting wasn't quite right, in my opinion. On on White Death, yeah, I, I didn't hate. I like it, him. But to me, it was, but his accent is not good. 
fair, yeah. Well, we'll just we'll, well just we'll revealed. He's yeah. he. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know if we want to. I'm assuming if anyone's listening, they've probably already watched the movie, but <clears throat> to, to this point, but I don't know. Maybe, or maybe you don't give a shit. And if you don't give a shit, then you know it's Michael Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> which he's a very menacing figure in good movies. Um, but I don't know. There's something I don't know. Hmm. Well, just the the character too of White Death, where it's like he's you know it's a, it's a it's a Russian gangster, but he's also like a samurai thing. You know, it's very it's just a lot of influences are just kind of mashed into every character, kind of a little bit. Yes, I do like. Okay, so um, the uh, the elder, yeah, that's a friend of the show, <laughs> friend of the show, Scorpion man. <laughs> yes, that's what. Yeah, Hiroyuki uh, Sonata. Yeah, he played uh, Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, but he's he's been in a bunch of stuff, and he's great. Now, did you recognize just... the um, cart girl? The cart girl? Yes, who gives Brad Pitt uh, sparkling water in one of the scenes. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, I... Yeah, she's... Um... I, I just... I got... Sorry, I looked at her, her profile now, but I recognize her. But yeah, she's from The Boys. Yeah, she's the female. And that's that's what she's called in the book. Well, boys. her character Dustin's name. Not, Dustin's not just being <laughs> totally dismissive. Yeah, she's the she's the female in the boys. <laughs> oh no, that's her character name. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Karen Fukuhara well, though, she's awesome. Yeah, there's well, and then the the train conductor. Yes, like, I guess it's, Hiro, Hiro, credit, here's the Hiro Nakamura. Yeah, Hiro from uh, from Heroes. Yeah, Masioka. Yes. When I saw him, I was like, oh hey, and, and then he also just, friend of the show from the Meg. We got a lot of reoccurring characters. Oh, was he in the Meg? Yeah, the very beginning. He's the oh, I forgot. Scientist he who sacrifices himself. That's yeah. right. He was in the Meg. Fuck yeah! I just forgot he's barely in the Meg. Yes, so I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like you know, we have. I I don't know if she's meant to be a reveal initially, but then like they spoiled it in all the previews and stuff though too, because his handler that he talks to the whole time is Sandra Bullock. It seems yeah. like the movie wanted that to be a reveal at the end. They're like, oh, look, it's Sandra Bullock. But like, they showed her in the trailers. Which is... Because they yeah, show the end of the... All the trailers I saw showed the end of the movie. Which is very strange. Bad, cho- bad choice. One of those things. Every, everything they showed, I'm just like, so they're making it very clear this train crashes in these trailers. <laughs> Which is so weird. Like, why would you ruin your, your finale? Yeah, I don't why understand. Why would you give that away? So with... Okay. With the reveal of Sandy Bullock... I didn't realize the son too was Logan Lerman. I didn't realize that. Oh, I didn't either. But he's the he's the son of White Death. I didn't realize that was Logan Lerman. Weird. Well, and then yeah. uh, another assassin. Zazie Beetz shows up too. She's a yeah. She's Domino from. Uh, yeah, which is interesting. This movie was a lot about a lot about luck, and then Domino yeah. shows up as a, as a hitman. But she's she has no good luck. No. I'd say. The worst luck, I would say. Well, she's dealing also with Brad Pitt, who has the worst luck. It was a lot of... Well, yeah. There's a lot of luck stuff, because then, like, the well, prince... She keeps talking about how she has great luck. Yeah. And then, like, she's just very lucky. And then Brad Pitt talks the whole time about how he's got bad luck. But throughout the movie, he has remarkably great luck, except for the overall bad luck that he was not supposed to be a part of this whole thing yes. at all. Well, and I think he... He very much doesn't want people to die, but they keep dying around him. Yeah, he keeps being a part. Well, that's a lot of the deaths he causes on accident. Yeah. 
Because like the first guy he kills, the guy just throws a knife at him and he blocks it with the briefcase and it bounces back into his chest and kills him. <laughs> I have one more thing too on with uh so yeah, yeah. we got oh, go Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, right? We do see, we get a cameo from Channing Tatum as well. We get a cameo from Channing Tatum. Well, we get a cameo from their movie before this one. Um was the Oh yeah, Brad Pitt cameos in that one. Yeah. It was uh hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, what's that called? There has to be some the, weird connection, but I couldn't find it. It's called The Lost City. The Lost City. But those yeah, three are all been, in that movie together. Right. And it's so weird that they're just now all three in this one. You know what I mean? Well, see, and that was another one where that Lost City movie, I saw that in the trailer. I didn't see it, but in the trailers, right away they show you the Brad Pitt cameo. And I'm like, this looks like this was supposed to be a fun cameo you didn't know was in the movie. No, because he's barely in it. I did see that movie, and he is barely in it. And that was, I could tell from the trailers, I'm like, don't show me that. That looks really fun. No, it's and a, he shows it's up a fun as an reveal. Operative. Yeah, and his character is great in it. And he has a very similar, like, he's a mercenary in that movie. It's like, the movies can't handle it anymore. They can't, like... The, well, we've no had discussions to... about this. We've talked about this, where they just, they can't, they can't wait for the surprise. They're just like, no. Well, you, you need I think because they're so, they're so desperate to get people, like, to go see movies... But they're taking away some of the fun of going and seeing movies, which is the surprise. You know what I mean? Oh, especially with a cameo like that. Like, I don't want to know. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's the fun of it. Those are fun cameos. Yeah. Especially with this movie, one of the things you kept hearing was like, oh, there's a lot of fun cameos in it. But it showed a couple of them in the trailer. Because in the trailer I saw, I remember seeing like cameo. I remember seeing it revealed Sandra Bullock. And then I think it showed like the Channing Tatum uh, cameo too. Yeah. So that's two of your three big cameos. Yeah. Which I did. I, I enjoyed Channing's quite a bit. He was very funny. Another friend of the show, Magic Mike. Goodness, this movie is checking a lot of boxes. <laughs> yeah. Friends of the show, we've had them all on. They've all go back, go back and listen to old episodes. They show up. You, you'll find them. They're, they're cameos as well. Just and they're they're all over the place. You got to just listen to all. We of them. will not tell you where. <laughs> we won't tell you where, but they call in. They call in at times, random times. You wouldn't think when. Um. You know, Sandra Bullock called in during the Mortal Kombat episode. It's weird that we brought it up already. <laughs> right. She called in. That's she's, one spoiler. She's That's it. all you get. That's the one. That's the one spoiler. Yeah, I'm giving away one, and it's that one. Our, our old pal Sandy calls us. She speaks German the whole time. Little unsettling. That was a weird choice, because I was like, I don't understand what you're saying, Sandy. You card. I understand this was Sharktoberfest, but she's we actually don't know German. So She's a goof. She's always playing pranks. Always. Um... Oh, I did just see here, totally. Like Ryan Reynolds accepted his cameo thanks to Brad Pitt for doing the cameo in Deadpool 2. Oh, okay. Speaking of cameos, that makes sense. Well, now that we've spoiled all the cameos, but... Who's your favorite assassin? Ooh! I think I enjoyed Aaron Taylor Johnson the most. Yeah, just, he, he, was, he, he did was, a very good job. He was very... He's tangerine. I... This, I, I'd say it's my like I've never disliked him, but I think this is the most I have liked him. That's fair. He's he's been kind of vanilla for most of the movies I've seen him in. Yeah, he's he's a he's a guy. I'm like I get it. He does what he does, you know. But I I've never really he's never really stood out from the pack to me until this movie. I was like, okay, there's the fun of this guy. He could play characters like this. Yeah, I think this is this is probably the most like fun I think he's had to me. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, but. Yeah. He seems very like loose in this one, having a good time. Yeah, that's the thing, and that's I think the main thing is like this movie. It looks like everyone knew they were making a fun movie. It's like you know, it, sometimes you can feel that on a movie where it's like because I think I think Brad Pitt's having a lot of fun. 
uh, playing a real, like, you know, because he's playing a character who's really out of his depth. Oh, yeah. Which is no, fun he's, to see. He's hamming it up pretty hard. Especially as, like, the ranking, like, movie star of the movie. Like, he's, like, you know, he's been a movie star for a long time, you know, but in this one, he's the most bumbling character, oh, which is fun easily, when you have someone, yeah. of that, <laughs> someone of that star power playing, like, kind of the dork which is, of which the movie. Which I do like to see when they don't take themselves too seriously and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm here to have fun. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, and the, the action's fun. I liked it at all. No, the, the you can definitely tell it was created by uh, people who have done a lot of choreography in their career. Yeah. Because yeah, the it's, fight it's a, scenes look really good. Fight scenes look good. It's a fun stunt movie. Um, yeah, but it, it gets a little obsessed with being a little too clever of having all these characters. Yeah, it seems they just constantly want to wink at us and just be like, see what we did there? It's like, yeah, yeah. I've actually seen this before and... Because, like, we get these other characters, like, this other assassin shows up. Like, well, all the assassins who show up, we find out that, like, Brad Pitt has crossed paths with in the past, um, you know, and they mostly get, like, killed right away and stuff. But then he's like, why are they here? And what's going on here? And then you find out, like, the big reveal is that everyone is on that train because the guy White Death put them there because he wants revenge on them. Because his wife uh, died. His wife died. And they're all somehow connected to that in a way. And Brad Pitt took over for a different hitman. Yes. And so that's the hitman Was it he Carter? actually wanted. Something Carter or Carver. Carver, or something, yeah, I remember. something like that. But that's the that's the reveal. That's Ryan Reynolds. They show a quick flashback. But so that's Brad Pitt's bad luck in this one is that he's literally not the guy they were trying to get. But now he's on this train. And there's the stuff with the, you know, with the elder and the father. They have a whole thing. And then it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's a little too twisty to even explain in a fun way, I guess. No, <laughs> I would, yeah, <laughs> just see it if you want. It, it's a fun movie. Watch it. I don't want to, I don't want to explain it, it all because there's no way we'd do it justice. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I don't know if we've, if we've already explained it too much to ruin any fun, but I don't think so. It's, it's just, it's kind of a slap happy movie a little bit, I'd say. Yeah. No, because I don't think anything that happened was a huge surprise. I knew it was all going to come together in some way, shape or form. Because that's what I, these well, that's movies why, like, do. Well, when I texted you saying like, "Oh, it's it's like smoke and aces," I texted that within the first hour because I'm like, "Oh, I already can tell yeah. where this is building." You can to. you can feel where it's going. Yeah, this is building to a oh, all of these different characters, they were all they're all here for blank reason. The briefcase thing, you know, right away, the briefcase like here's a MacGuffin. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's a suitcase full of money, but that's not the point. There's a bunch of other characters on the train with ulterior motives yeah. and stuff like that. And um, uh, sp- So that's that's the fun of it. Speaking of the suitcase, I really did enjoy the scene with uh, Brad Pitt and Aaron when they step out because the White Death's crew doesn't know what the twins look like. Oh, and so they, they wanted, step out they to, wanted to, to see the briefcase, so they both step out and Brad Pitt holds it up, you know. Yeah, and, and opens it, and, it, and he's trying to. He puts on a terrible British accent. Yeah. He's like, "We don't even know the combination," and then he spins it, and of course, it lands. And then a bunch. Of sh- yeah, <laughs> he spins the numbers, lands perfectly. It opens up just a bunch of underwear in there. Yeah, because while they're they're all trying to like basically pull one over on each other within the train, there's also the White Death's mercenary waiting at stops to like check in on the twins and stuff. So there's moments where they have to kind of work together so they don't all get killed. And then uh, uh, Lemon, one of the twins, he's obsessed with Thomas the Tank Engine and talks about it a lot. A lot. And, uh, 
and how a lot it comes up a lot and how characters how different characters in the movie apply to other characters throughout which becomes important because he ends up putting a sticker on the back of like the true you know traitor of the movie the uh, true diesel the diesel that's right that's right you're a diesel yeah um yeah yeah that's fun it, it is a fun. fun movie it's fun it's a little too long like i wouldn't i know i think it was it did pretty well i think it was kind of a hit last year wasn't it let me bring up the i think so yeah yeah i'm curious what it made the, i did i did uh i watched it that. again last night so i was fresh did you i was gonna try to watch it again and then i just, it just didn't um, no i kind of wish i would yeah. have because yeah it's long <laughs> it was long and we're not really covering it yeah <laughs> it's one i would watch again to be honest i'd put it on again no someday for fun not a week after i already watched someday. it <laughs> yeah i was gonna try to put it on in the background today when i was doing our stuff but i just i just didn't um wow so okay so budget wise it cost it says here uh 85.9 to 90 million dollars is what it says that's a pretty big budget so, for Pretty big budget, but I suppose. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you got a big cast, big big effects, big stuff. Well, and I suppose if it's the some of the people who are involved with John Wick, they got a little clout, you know. Yeah, uh, and uh, box office, yeah, it made two hundred and thirty nine million. Well, right there, that's a success. So it, I mean, that's huge. So it did, it did pretty good. I knew it was like kind of a hit last year, although I think it downplayed what they were hoping it was gonna. Kind of looks like. So yeah, it, it did it did great, but it, like but that two hundred thirty nine million that's that's its worldwide box office too. Yeah, so, like not, so it's not not huge, not a smashing success, but but you made your it did you okay. made, you know you made more than what you put in, so you made your money back, and I I bet it's gonna be one of those ones that does pretty well on Netflix. I bet it'll be now that it's on Netflix here. I mean, because you know we watched I watched it like it had just been put on Netflix. It wasn't long after, yeah, because yeah, you messaged me and I was like, all right, I gotta check this out. Yeah, because I was curious about it, but uh. But yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. This this wasn't in depth of an episode, but is that we got anything else to say about Bullet Train? Uh, I don't think so. I think we knew we weren't going to be able to do it justice just because there's no way of the way this movie's structured. It would. I would have needed to watch it fresh to really, to really go through, and we already enough have to like backtrack to be like, oh, but also this, and now a movie that does that, a movie yes. that by its nature goes, oh wait, wait, we didn't tell you this. And goes back all the time, which is part of the fun of the movie. But it's not, but not built little... for this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say my favorite moment in it uh, is when is when Zazie Beetz shows up as the Hornet, their little fight scene. I was just going to say that. That was my favorite, too. Because it's very short, and the way the way Brad Pitt steals the the serum, uh, the anti venom is is very funny. Well, even the way he gets injected, I like. She just drops a syringe in his hand. Yeah, and he's like, "Woo!" And he's and smart he, enough to stab her quick. Just quick stab. And then her, they just have a stare off. They're just like they stare at each other. And when she reaches for the uh, the inoculation thing, he just he, he just, just quick steals it. her hand and just puts it in his neck. And, and then just stares at her. And he's like, and "I'm sorry." The soon at, yeah, the scene after is fantastic. Just like. You didn't grab two. Oh, I'm mansplaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> didn't bring two. You gotta bring two. Yeah, I'm mansplaining again. That's me. Yeah. Can, just, can I get you anything? Bleeding you need from you her need water. Eyes. What? <laughs> it's a good scene. It's a fun scene. Yeah. No, there's a lot of fun. There's a loose snake on the train. I've heard of snakes on a plane, but snakes on a train. Yeah, we got snakes on a train. <laughs> we got snakes on a train. 
it, yeah, it all kind of culminates in a in a big dumb big CGI explodey action sequence, which was fine. But by that point, I'm a little like, all right. Um, oh, at that point, you're like, yep, let's uh, crash this train. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's crash this train because then like the main plot becomes about the characters who have not been in the movie. And it's like, oh, okay, you guys. It does. It focuses the main on the two yes that we know very little about and don't really yeah. feel any emotional connection to at all. No, I had I had none. I mean, I had no real connection to any. Like, I I didn't care about anybody in this movie. No, anyone could have died, and I'm 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 ready to move on. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of the fun of it, but like, I didn't really care about any of them, and I kind of kind of assumed once the movie started, I'm like, oh, this probably ends with a lot of them dying. You know, and uh, you know, not to, but like Smoke and Aces again. That's a movie where you feel that, but also like some of those characters you kind of cared about, and I'm like, oh no, yes, like they are, got that one. There are you know? a few, yeah. You get a little attached, or even to. the ones who are terrible, you find them kind of interesting. You know, like the the Tremors brothers are all like, I'm like, well, these guys are they're fucking you know Nazi psychos or whatever, but like, yeah, they're interesting to watch. Well, that <laughs> you know, and that always blew my mind when I discovered it was Chris Pine. Was that it was leader. Chris Pine? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I remember when I saw that. Did we see that movie together? Did we? That seems like we... I don't know. It kind of feels like we maybe went to theaters. It seems like that movie... Because I think I did see it in theaters, and that seems like a movie we may have seen together, think, but I'm not sure if we did. I think we might have. I wonder when that came we out. We might. I want to say 2004? Something like that. If that's we've already the talked case, about then it. we definitely probably saw it. I want to say it was like... Oh, it says 06, which still is possible. Oh six, that's on the edge of it. Yeah, huh? Before, yeah, before I moved away, right? We might have. We might have. Not sure. Hmm. What what month in 06 did it come out? Does it say? Oh, oh, I can look it up. I'm on uh, IMDb. So it was. Oh, what? This can't be right. It says January 26, 07. That can't be right. Oh, maybe though, because I might have seen it in Cedar Rapids. I'm not sure. Hmm. I remember seeing it. I remember seeing it in the theaters, I believe. Um, but no, that was one because I remember. Uh, I remember my ex. Okay, just December 9th, two thousand six. I see that could be either way because then it could have was no. Home it for actually the says it says January twenty sixth, oh seven, United States. Uh, I don't fucking know. Make up your mind, smoking aces. When did you happen? <laughs> well, I remember my. So maybe I, maybe I saw it with my with my ex. But I remember her telling me. That she was like, oh yeah, she's like, yeah, the one, the the one like crazy redneck brother was uh, the guy from I want to say he was in like what was like the Princess Diaries, one of those or something, and it was Chris Pine's like one of his first movies. Oh 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 no no uh, I know what you're talking about the one with Anne Hathaway. Uh, Wasn't that Princess Diaries? Is that what's called? Is it? I don't know. You're probably right. Well, I gotta look that up. Hold on. <laughs> but yes, yes, I believe he. I think he was in the sequel. I think he's in the second one, right? Yeah, because he's like an asshole in it. Yeah, the Princess Diaries. Okay, nice. Yeah, I thought so. I've only seen those secondhand as Megan's been watching them. From a- I've 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 never seen them. Yeah, I've never like sat and watched them. Yeah, he's in the second one. Well, that one's called a Royal Engagement. I'm guessing he's the the uh, prince that he, she has to marry or something. Is my guess? Sure. Yeah, that's gonna be my Ooh. guess. Yeah, he plays. He plays Lord Nicholas Devereaux, so I bet I bet he's a, a an an uppity love interest, is my guess. It's a good guess. I like it. That's how that's how I'm guessing. There's no way to find out. <laughs> I could go ask Megan, but I don't want to. 
No, because I that was I didn't really know who Chris Pine was yet, but I remember her saying that, and I'm like, I don't know, I haven't seen that. She's like, ah, oh, he's in Princess Diaries too. I'm like, okay. No, because then we were, uh, we're we're still a couple of years away well, from Star Trek, and that's yes. what I really know and it's him one from. of those situations where I didn't realize who he was until I'd seen more of those movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's one of those. He's in another. Oh, go ahead. Well, it's just one of those things you revisit after someone becomes more famous. Yeah, you're like fuck, I didn't know you were in this. He needs somebody too who like, man, I I thought he was gonna be more of a leading man. He had a, he had a, it, a run, but he's still he's not quite in the red box, but he's close to the red box. Yeah, I, yeah, it's too bad because he's, he's he, in the neighborhood. No, he could have. Yeah, he had something. He's in. A, he's in. I was gonna say he's in another great train movie, but he wasn't in this train movie. We're just talking about Chris. Oh, Pine the one now. with Denzel Washington. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. That one's. That's a fun, just you know, on a rails thriller, if you will. Anyway, <laughs> next stop. <laughs> That's Bullet Train. <laughs> From the director of Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride comes a story about discovering who you really are, finding out what you really want, and deciding what it takes to make your dreams come true. Walt Disney Pictures presents Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews, The Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement. It's time for mattress shopping! May I? Is she really going to do this? This is one of our most sober episodes, and it's one of our most slap-happy. How did we do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm not sober. <laughs> so I thought for our final segment here, since this is our first episode of, of 2023, and we knew we weren't going to get too uh, deep into the old bullet train. We were just going to kind of give it a, a, a review, which I think we did. <laughs> do we ever really know? I, no. I think I think we gave a review, but only time will tell. <laughs> Uh, but I made a list of uh, some movies that are coming out this year. What's coming up in 2023? I saw a list of a bunch of movies that are coming out this year. I just wrote down some ones that either interest me or I feel like would interest you uh, or might even be up the alley of this show. And I thought we could just kind of, you know, because, again, I like making lists. Uh, but I just thought this could be like, a, I don't know, what's what's to come in 2023? No, I want you to lay it on me. I'm excited to hear what's coming up and what uh, future episodes we got coming up. Uh, you know? I mean, one that I think we should do an episode on, I think it comes out this week uh, as as we're recording and releasing this episode. Yeah. It's Megan. It's Megan. Yes, 1-6. It comes out this Friday. Robot Girl. I'm very Robot excited because she looks so fucking creepy. I'm... She, she does look pretty. It's it, To me, it scratches the itch of both like the face looks pretty creepy. And then when she's like doing stuff, it looks kind of stupid. Like the dances, though, are creepy. See, but when she's doing the dance stuff, it looks kind of dumb to me. Really? It looks so like but she's really the... creepy to me. I don't know. Well. But I think that's why I like it though, because like the mask looks creepy, and then she, when she when they showed the scenes for like dancing and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's really stupid, but I love it. <laughs> so that's that's where I so that movie I do want to see. Well, good, I want to see Megan. Kind of a goal I've had for this show too is I want to introduce more horror movies into it. We'll do more horror. I want to I want to do that one. Well, we do know here's one that's coming out this year that we I believe we've we haven't said it yet, but we're gonna cover it. We already said is the Evil Dead Rise. Yes. The new, the new Evil Dead the next reboot installment, or yes. whatever that I have not seen a trailer for or anything. I've seen a few screen grabs, but no trailer. And that's in April, right? I believe so. That comes out at the end of April. Yeah. Um, 
and we, we talked about, so I guess a little bit of a tease is what's coming up for us, too. We talked about maybe doing some other Evil Dead stuff leading up to I it, I think that would be, because we've, we've talked about that for years, so. And we love those movies, so may as uh, well. I just watched a documentary. Oh! Um, oh, gosh, I remember the name. It's It, it was, like, fan-made, and it was, like, just showing um, people going to conventions and kind of telling oh. their stories. It was okay. Yeah. You could tell it was a... Not made by someone who's done <laughs> it was a lot not of documentaries. A documentary. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it was still fun because they did get Bruce Campbell involved and a lot of the very the old characters from the first two movies, the actors. Okay, so it, nice. you know, it was it was all right. It was worth checking out. Well, and then uh, speaking of Bruce Campbell too, and the the Quality Home Book Club, uh, his book uh, Chins Chins that kill. If Chins could kill, if Chins could kill. Confessions of a B movie actor. Uh, that book is a great book, and in that, uh, he has like full chapters about them making uh, Evil Dead. It's like about I, his career. I in have general. heard about that one. I do need to read that. One. I don't Ooh, read I'll, a lot of biographies. I, I have that. I'll all right. I'll lend you that. You, I have yeah, that one. That'd be fantastic. No, that one's that was like I really enjoyed reading that one because a, a big chunk of it is just like how they made Evil Dead and like yeah, it's about his life, but also just like yeah, you know they made he was you know one of the main heads behind that movie too. And oh, they. Uh, in that documentary, they did talk to Bruce Campbell's brother and went to his house. Oh, really? And he has like one of the original shotguns. Ooh. So it's kind of interesting. One of, the, uh, one of the original boomsticks? Yes. Um, but yeah, this I, I want to say this one is about, it's called Evil Dead Rise. I'm guessing it, I think I read it was like it's the Evil Dead is going to be in like a high rise yes. now or something. Yep, that's what I read as well. So that one's going to the city. Speaking of horror franchises, going to the city. Uh, Scream goes to New York. <laughs> yes. Scream goes to New York, baby. That's when you What's know it? you. What is, that's when you know you've made it. Well, that was I texted you. I'm just like, it's good to see Scream's just going full Jason Voorhees now. Yeah. Because it's just it's full on. The Scream takes Manhattan is what's happening now. <laughs> I didn't see the last one they made, but that's all right because it's like you know the last four they made. How many? Have, is this the seventh one? Oh. Um, or is this the eighth one? I don't think it's that far. It's got to be about the seventh. Wouldn't it be? I think it's the sixth. Let's get to the bottom F of this. Yeah, fact check me, but I think it's the sixth. I'm going to Google Scream Goes to New York. Let me just bring up just Scream. Scream franchise. Oh, you're right. It looks like the show in this is going to be the sixth. Okay. Is what it's looking Yeah, like. I thought so. Because I guess I thought the one they just did was the sixth one. Yeah, because the first and three done... follows your main cast very closely. The fourth one tries to introduce some new people. You got Hayden Panatera. Um, oh, what's her name? Roberts. Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Uh, Adam Brody in it. I know Rory one of Culkin. the Culkins. Yep, they're in it. And then this fifth one obviously took place quite a bit after. Right, because this one's kind of like a rebooty one. Yep. Yep. This I one, the fifth one has what uh Jack Quaid, which is nice to see. Yeah. I've only seen uh Scream One and Two. I've never seen any of the others. So I think you're okay, honestly. It seems like in it. uh Scream Three, I saw it as like a young teenager and i had called who the killer was right away so it's not worth it oh okay you know let's stick with horror franchises um saw's coming back baby yep <laughs> i don't know how they're gonna saw, i'm not sure how they're gonna pull that one off but uh saw x 
Did you did you out. see Spiral or not? No. Oh, good for you. I haven't seen. I saw the first three Saw movies. I haven't seen. Oh, any you of the checked other out ones. hard then. Okay, good. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I checked out early, um, and from what I know, like that one felt like it, like it, like wrapped up a trilogy in the way that there one could even exist in that franchise. But what I what I've learned about the movies later, I'm like, oh, this sounds like a dumb franchise to dig my teeth into the logic of, because you know, I like I like putting together like how does this whole world work? Ooh, man. <laughs> I hope you have two whiteboards yeah. <laughs> to try to because I have that with another franchise that also has a tenth uh, installment coming out this year. Fast X comes yes. out this year, which you know I will see, um, and that is another franchise so that I love. If we, thinking of the logic I know we've of. talked about, it, and if we do dig into that, would it be <sighs> worth our time to get a giant board and a lot of red string and just see what we can do? See if we can fuck some well, shit up. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of a, a lot of things in that fran the fun of that franchise is not so much talking about what necessarily happens in each movie, but to me is how it builds th- the world as a whole. Because it gets to a point of you start wondering who who is the law, who 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 are these people, who are bad guys, who how does this work? <laughs> yes, who who is immortal in this franchise? How are the how are these street racing DVD player thieves now the Avengers? It's hard <laughs> to tell. And that's the fun of it. I, I, I just, every time I watch it, I'm like, who is who is Law <laughs> in these movies? I do like that Vin Diesel in any franchise he's in, he becomes more godlike as it goes on. Oh, for sure. Well, especially with this one. I mean, oh, this yeah, one, none of them. Especially in this one. Ever but he started, this, this he started it in the Triple X franchise. Oh, yeah. 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 No, this would be, yeah. I, I don't know what to do with the, the Fast franchise, but uh, that's something, that's something I would maybe have to do and it would it would be a uh, two-month adventure three-month adventure <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know maybe that's where we've talked about starting a patreon for bonus stuff maybe that's where maybe that's where we do it there's a, a sequel coming out this year that i'm actually very excited for because the first one was a very good movie but dune part two comes out. yes the second dune that one's not a silly franchise i was just the, the first one was a really good movie yeah it was just good <laughs> The, this is a good movie. The cinematography was great. The fact that they were able to make a movie out of that source material. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, very impressive. I never saw the David Lynch one, but... Uh, I, I've heard it's not... I've heard it doesn't yeah, do a, the book justice. Let's put it that way. It's a goofy time. It's a David Lynch time. Um, now, uh, this is another... You know, a lot of sequels. Less sequels to stuff. Um, what do you think about Indiana Jones 5? Oh, I'm just curious. Can they make it look like Harrison Ford can pull it off as an action star still? I mean, he's still got the leading man charisma. Absolutely. Absolutely. But can they blend like the action scenes well enough with his stunt double to where I'm convinced? Well, that's the thing that they called out a lot already. There was like CGI face, you know, uh, Harrison Ford on a horse. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. You've seen the trailer. So and like that. I guess that's. Well, then they do some like flashback scenes where he's digitally de-aged and stuff too. But like they said, he's doing it, but he's digitally de-aged, and it's like, did you really have to? You could have just deep faked him. I feel like on someone else, whatever. Well, what know. are your thoughts, my friend? I I really don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if I care. I I like Phoebe Waller Bridge is in it. The from Fleabag. She's yes, the, she's I do. Like his, yes, yes. Neat his goddaughter or something in it. Um, but it looks like it's not really going to tie to really the other indie films at all. It's not. It's the first one not directed by Steven Spielberg. Hmm. 
someone else is doing. I don't remember who I read, but it's not it's not a Spielberg. Do you movie, think they're so. going to kind of forget about some of the other movies, like uh, Crystal Skull, it, for example? It it looks like they're ignoring uh, sure. the Shia LaBeouf implications. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if he's if he's married to Karen Allen in it, or I don't know. They've it, well, then like uh, you know. Uh, John Reese Davies is back as uh, Sala, but I noticed like they've also uh, whited him up a little bit because <laughs> you know he always played that character with a you know a little bit of bronzer on. <laughs> so I noticed that uh, he's not wearing as much, and his accent's a little more just English accent. So I almost wonder if they're trying to like pump the brakes. <laughs> uh, once again, for getting some older movies. <laughs> yeah, let's maybe. Uh, um. There's a lot of there's a bunch of comic book movie shit coming out that I didn't put on the list because there's like a new Aquaman. I think the Flash movie is supposed to come out. There's a Blue Beetle movie. I don't really care. I don't care about any of that stuff. Yeah, I'm a actually not excited movies. about any of those. Don't care. There's you know the the new Ant Man, Quantum Mania. I don't really care. Uh, there's something else. Oh, the, I think the Marvels is coming out or whatever. There's mm. uh, Marvel stuff. I don't really care except for Guardians three. I'll probably see. Yeah, I'd like, to wrap up, I'd like to wrap up that franchise with with James. That one, that's the thing. Since I know that one's like a farewell, and everyone's kind of said who's worked on it, they're like, this is a farewell kind of to this corner of the franchise. I'm like, okay, that I might watch. That might be my last little like Hurrah. go to the theaters uh, Marvel movie. Uh, not connected to the MCU, but a sequel to a Marvel movie, Marvel-ish movie, but uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, just because I do love that first one, I'm nervous about this one. Yeah, it's. I love that first one so much. I know it's it's. And like it's, we just it's one did of those like how do again. you improve upon perfection? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then it's like we already just had another multiverse Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I it's feel like, you there. It, it, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, now, a sequel to a franchise that I haven't really paid attention to in a while, and I'm weirdly interested in, is the new Transformers. <laughs> yeah, you said you were kind of like, your ears perked up a bit when we were talking about I it. I don't know why I saw the trailer. I'm like, this looks like it could be fun. Because it's bringing like the, the the you know, the, what are they called? The the Beast the Beast Wars kind of franchise of it. Yeah. Is it, are popping up into it. It's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I saw the trailer and I was like, that could be fun. And it's not a Michael Bay one. Someone else is just making the you know the Transformers look a little more simple. Well, and, and not so. And that that could help the franchise right there without Michael Bay. So it's not just focused solely on how many explosions we can pack into a scene. Yeah, um, and also like the plots may not be like overly complicated. Yeah, like the Transformers movies are because those plots are are almost indecipherable. Um, uh, I'm not really interested in this, but you know there's, there's a reboot of House Party coming out yes, this year? Yes, I did see that. <laughs> also not interested. I'd rather just watch the originals. I just saw that on the list, and I'm just like, House Party? Really? But they're like doing it with like, just it was just some young guys who aren't famous. I'm like, you missed the chance to have like some like some rappers in it or something, you know? Like get, like, get some famous people, you know what I mean? Like Kid and Play were a famous like hip-hop duo. Like have, do something like that now. You know? Yeah, it is strange some of the reboots they're doing because they also tried to do that French, uh, French, <laughs> French Prince. You know the French Prince. The French Prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I mean, there's like a season two of that coming oh, out. Oh, is I'm there? Like, Fuck, I didn't is know. There? I didn't know anyone watched season one. No, but. I didn't either. I didn't hear really good things about it. Um, there's two different uh, Dracula movies happening this year. Really? Oh yes, one of them yeah. is one of them uh, that takes place on the ship with. Uh, yes. 
So that one it's called the the last voyage of the Demeter. That's I believe, got, which uh, I really David, give me his last name. I don't have the names in front of me. I don't know. It's just written on a Oh, it's the dude from a uh, uh Chicago actor, uh Dark Knight crazy patient guy. Oh, da- David Dasmolchi? Yes, I believe he's in that one. Oh, is he? I don't know. This one I'm interested in because it sounds like it's just about the boat that brought Dracula over. It is, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, David Dasmolchi. Yep. Um yeah, it's just kind of the crew getting fucked up. Yeah, it's like this. Yeah, everyone's getting which I'm sure they get. Yeah, so I would say they like, get picked off. Which is, as we know, bro, that's your favorite. I thing. do like that. But that. I, I like the idea of the of like setting setting well, the movie just just on the boat of the and then like well, it's oh, a different yeah, story. We, we usually only see a little blip of that in Dracula's yeah. mythos, so it's nice to. Well, yeah, because that one they straight up like I think it's like one sentence of just like and then you know boat brought the fucking yep everyone casket over everyone dead on boat yeah don't know yeah, what they happened. all end up dead yeah. right when it shows up no one yeah uh, then the other one is Renfield uh, and that one is just of note because uh, Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula I did see a really quick teaser for that and I was like what. Yeah, and like Nicholas Holt plays Renfield in it, and uh, I think like Ben Schwartz is in it, and a couple other people. Like it's got some names to Just it. Just the cast alone, I'm I'm willing to check that out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like Nick Cage is Dracula. Mm, you know, I'm not I'm not one of those like oh every Nick Cage movie is bad funny. I'm just like that is a role I'd love to see him play. Is playing he Count Dracula. should play Dracula. Like come on, that's a great. Um, one. Uh, he he has oh. he has a western coming out soon. The old way. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. It seems like some of his movies now, like after, uh, well, one after, like everyone got excited about that fucking Willy's Wonderland one, um, and then uh, you know he's he's up like you know Pig. I I still haven't seen, but I heard was actually like quite good. And then uh, that massive weight of unbearable talent one was like an actual wide release movie. I think a couple of his movies now are are getting a little bit out of like the uh, you know the the red box graveyard a little bit and are giving. You know what I mean? Yes, he does. I think he does. Yeah, he's he's slowly clawing his way back into a little bit more mainstream, but I don't think he's uh, stable enough to to, to yeah, hold I think on to a it. A couple of those, I think a couple of those movies. Well, it's like I think it's kind of like um, it's it's like Taken syndrome. I think a little bit. Yeah. Because Taken was a movie they made to just put out cheap, like on DVD, but it did weirdly well. So they made more of them, and then that made a whole franchise of Liam Neeson punches people movies. That got like released in theaters. I think this is happening with Nick Cage a little bit now, where it's like, oh, we had a couple of actually good wide release Nick Cage movies. Oh, you know, what? let's release this one in theaters then, instead of just putting it on demand or whatever. Is what I think because that's the old way. I saw the like a clip of that trailer. I'm like, this looks like a cheap movie that's getting bumped up to theatrical yes, release. Yes, no, the trailer made it that look, was not intended. It for looked it. very red box, but. I was also very, yeah. very confused how it was getting a wide release. I was like, so I think there's a little. I think it's taken syndrome is is what I think it is That's, of just yeah, being no. like, oh, turns out people want more of this. Well, okay, because like taken they made for cheap just to sell on on DVD and like, but it ended up doing weirdly well because of that one scene. Speaking of Chris Pine, Dungeons and Dragons, yep, uh, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, which we covered the trailer for in a lost episode that we'll release, but <laughs> we did, didn't we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, it looks we it looks trailer. it looks buck wild. I I'm I'm curious. I bet it's going to be bad, but I do kind of want to see it. I think that comes out in March. So no, it's going to. It's not listen, really. It's, it's not really getting a real. It's, it's not getting a tentpole bad. place in the schedule if it's coming out in March. 
A movie that I I know you're not excited for, but I think is very much our show, and I've had people send to me, uh, Cocaine Bear. Yeah, that trailer like turned me off pretty hard, but I mean, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. It looks silly. It looks it looks like it's trying to just be a silly movie. I, mean, I didn't like that. It looks like it gave away a lot of the deaths in in the trailer. Yeah, but we'll, and we'll have stuff to talk about. So I will watch it. Don't. I'm not gonna yeah. like. Shun I'm, it, I'm curious about Cocaine Bear. I remember that story when that, that news story happened. Um, but yeah, I had someone send it to me and just like like this trailer seems like it's got you written all over it. And I'm like, you know, I mean, yeah, it's called Cocaine Bear. That does seem like something I would watch. Yeah. Well, that was how do you how do you how do you ignore that? Well, that was like middle school. That was your nickname, middle school, right? Yeah, that's what everyone called me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was very hairy and just really cranked up all the time. Well, and you were very cuddly too. Though it was kind of a double-edged sword. I was a snuggly boy. Yeah. Snuggly boy. Um, Oppenheimer. I'm curious. curious. Yes, that's the way to put it. I'm very curious, curious. Uh, what that movie's gonna be. I know everyone keeps talking about like, oh, he found a way to replicate this, you know, uh, nuclear test without CGI or whatever. But like for me, I'm just like, what is what is just a like biopic of a man by Chris Nolan gonna be? That's Especially what I'm curious just about. Coming off of his last few movies, it's like, yeah, how does he like rein it in for a biopic? Well, and it's gonna well, it's, but I don't think he's gonna rein it in because it's also like gonna be released in IMAX, and it's like, so what is the IMAX biopic of a guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, well, yeah. There's gonna be sure you're gonna have the explosions and stuff like that's got a, obviously a grand scale to it because it's the guy who invented the nuclear bomb. But it is just like, what is this movie gonna be? <laughs> Yeah, because it's the Chris Nolan that's the wild card in it. Of because if if, you, if I just heard there was a movie being made about Oppenheimer, I'd be like, you can already know what that movie's gonna be, probably. But where it's like Nolan doing Nolan stuff, it is like, what is this gonna be? Yeah, you you certainly expect like a Ron Howard to be attached to this, not um, not Christopher Nolan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, it seems like this would be more of a straightforward kind of yeah biopic kind of thing, but. I don't know. I'm curious about that one. And then I think the movie we're most excited to see this year uh, is Barbie. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's <laughs> been top of our list for quite a while. I will say, once the, I didn't really care, and I've heard people talk about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Once I saw the tr- the teaser they released, I was like, okay, what is this? Oh, no, there's a very, very general curiosity of where they're going with this movie. Because it's like set in like Barbie world because everything's pink and plasticky and like the trailer does this like 2001 A Space Odyssey joke. and then Which is like really heady for what you would think of a Barbie movie. Well, and then that's why it's interesting too because it's like it's directed by Greta Gerwig. She co-wrote it with Noah Baumbach. Like they're, you know, I wouldn't call them like overly funny people in the movies I've seen. You know, they're kind of, they're more... You know, kind of mumblecore-ish. You know, kind of. Uh, remind me, she's remind me what they've stuff. done. Uh, so Noah Baumbach, he did um, uh, Squid and the Whale, uh, a Marriage Story, the Oh yeah, Scarlett Johansson. So those two are like Adam very. Movie. They're very Francis like uh, well, they're, a tonal, tonal type movies. Yeah, cause, well, and then she did. You know, she directed uh, Little Women. And uh, what was it Lady Bird was her first movie. So like she acted well, yeah, in a bunch of the, movies. They're married, but no Obama. And those movies too, like especially Lady Bird. That's a very like specific kind of movie. Yeah. So it's interesting that 
that they're do like they co-wrote it together and then she's directing it. So it is a little bit of like I do think this I don't is, know, maybe, it's gonna throw a lot of people for a loop. Could this be like a smart, funny movie, or will it just Well, feel I don't weird? think it's gonna be like just for for children. And I don't know if they're gonna sneak the jokes in. It's also one of those movies like you know, I'm sure children still like Barbies, but it's like, is this gonna just be more made for like adult women is this more of a nostalgic piece that's very true yeah i mean this is kind of a women our age, our age who, yeah who loved barbies you know what i mean who because it looks like too it looks like it's very much having like kind of the 80s inspired barbie look you know what i mean yeah so like it, th- there is a little bit of like there is a potential to have the question who is this for i think that'll be <laughs> with, a, a, with a very large movie. question throughout <laughs> who who this for who this for and why? And why? Why you do? <laughs> why you do and 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 who and who is it at? Who'd you make this at and why? <laughs> no, I do I do think we'll have to watch that actually. I think we will. I'm uh, I, probably I, I, together. I want to see another trailer together. But let's go see Barbie. Let's go together. see let's Barbie. Together. I want to I want together. to watch the man and or woman's face when we purchase tickets together for Barbie the movie. Yeah, and we'll and we'll say two for Barbie in unison. Yes. Like really excited too. <laughs> yeah. Like we, two we'll, look for at Barbie. It, we'll look at each other and then we'll look at them. <laughs> and then as we walk away, I'll just go, I've never been to a movie before. And then they'll be really confused. <laughs> uh, well, that is, that's the, the list of upcoming movies of 2023. There's obviously a bunch of other stuff coming out, but I just didn't give a shit. That was like, those seemed like more, uh, either had questions behind them or movies that uh that we need we might be watching for this cover. year yeah absolutely yeah for this for this show cuz yeah most of the marvel dc stuff I was like I don't care I don't care I'm not going to worry about it but we'll probably do an episode on guardians 3 cuz we'll probably go see that one yeah i think we have to that might be the only like marvel corner that we touch this year but otherwise yeah dc stuff don't give a shit nope no i and saw I, I saw black adam and uh oh did you i did watch it didn't see it, didn't care. Don't see it, don't. I'm surprised they're still doing the the Flash movie. Like, that was on the list. And I'm like, I didn't think that was going to get... Well, with all the shit Ezra was getting into, yeah. That's, that was my thing. I thought that one it was, was going to kind of get dropped from the schedule. But it's like they're dropping other stuff. But, like, they're still sticking with that Flash movie that... Ugh. Does anyone want it? No, nah, they'll fuck it up. It's a really great storyline in the comic books. I've read it and I loved it. The Flashpoint. They'll fuck it up. Right. <laughs> you heard it here folks flash they'll fuck it up well i think that's gonna be it for this episode yeah huh? no i think it, i know this, uh, this one's a little think, bit different no i think we achieved our goal we wanted to keep it tight keep it tight we wanted to keep right. It right yeah um we we wanted to talk briefly about bullet train we wanted to we wanted to zip through that baby on the rails yeah okay at, like a bullet train at, yeah two to three hundred miles an hour we wanted to get through it yeah and we did yeah and then, uh, yeah, and then just wanted to tease the year to come. Uh, coming up, we have a, our next couple episodes are going to be some, uh, they're going to be a disaster. Oh. Huh? Is that a little wink? A little wink there, huh? Oh, they're going to be a disaster. Two episodes. What, what does that mean? Yeah. You'll have to find out. Are they going to throw back? It may be things that clash in the past. <laughs> So they're gonna they're gonna throw down. Maybe. Mm, okay. I don't want to get too specific, <laughs> but potentially, potentially, 
things from the past will have to face off in a competitive fashion. Yeah, it sounds like and it, it's going to be a disaster. I was going to say, it sounds like it could be a disaster. Sounds like a real mess. Sounds like a global scale disaster. That's all I got to say. Have you, <laughs> have you figured it out yet? <laughs> I hope not. Because uh, um, I recorded it and I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got that. We got some other fun stuff. I think we have the rest of this month planned out. We got so. some other fun stuff throughout the spring. So uh, excited to, to get to this. will be our first year of, of quality home entertainment. Yeah, of the of the new the new the new show. I think that was a good time to wrap it up, huh? Yes, yes. Let's uh, let's be done. Let's exit this train, my friend. Oh, all offboard is that what they say? <laughs> is it all get off? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm already there. What? <laughs> Way ahead of you. Uh, well, thanks for listening to Quality Home Entertainment for Dusted Pixley. I'm Logan Nielsen. Y'all are the best. Go away. <laughs> I need a sign off. I really need a sign off. We gotta off. get there. Yeah, we gotta get there. I gotta get there. <laughs>